This is the Arcania Jedi Templar, brought to you by Anchor Radio, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Hey everybody, it's your host, MJ Hannigan, and we're going to come at you today with a very special episode entitled Unified Jedi. Unified Jedi was an older website and forum back in the Jedi Realist community. It flourished between 2005 to 2009. Like all great things, it had its time and it was very much ahead of its time, which was one of the problems with the with the site. The founder, Sean, was a fellow martial artist and Star Wars nerd. And a lot of the members uh, pretty much fell in a very similar category. And they came up with a group of Unified Jedi. Unified Jedi actually has a couple different meanings, and I really want to discuss this on an episode instead of posting it at the Facebook group. So bear with me a little bit. First, before we get into the definitions of Unified Jedi, let's talk about its logo. The logo is a very simple logo, and back then, uh, more of the respectable Jedi groups, uh, Jedi Realist groups, excuse me, uh, kind of shied away from using Star Wars uh, imagery. So the logo itself is a very simple uh, Chinese character for eternity with the yin-yang over it, representing, you know, we'll start with the yin-yang. The yin-yang, as most people know, represents the balance of opposites. Uh, Light and dark, male-female, hard-soft, you know, whatever. You know, it represents that concept. And the yin-yang also, you know, we all see it in pictures on bracelet posters and posters by itself and necklaces and whatnot. The only problem is the way it's captured uh, within our media is actually incorrect. Yes, there is the light side and the dark side. And each side has a dot of the other side within it. That part is completely accurate. The part that's inaccurate is you actually cannot have a yin-yang just as a still picture. Because the concept of the yin-yang is it is always in motion. It's always revolving around itself. So if you see like a 3D version of it and it's moving around and it's flowing, that's what the concept of yin-yang is actually about. The flowing of balance within. Again, there is not one person on this planet who is all yin or all yang. We are a combination of the two. We are light and dark. We are hard and soft. We have masculine and feminine qualities. You know, it's all of it is combined. And when you put that with the eternity symbol, uh, character, excuse me, what it actually represents is the eternal quest of finding balance within and at the same time, finding a balance within our community. This is where we really get into what the Unified Jedi stood for, what it's about, and what the revamped version is going to be standing on. Now, the Unified Jedi, again, it was a website. It was a forum. It was not necessarily an order. The goal of Unified Jedi was to be an umbrella. It was to get the community to work together. 
and we'll get into a little bit more as I'm going to call this part Unified Jedi as an order because it's the only way I can talk about it or perhaps a better terminology would be Unified Jedi as an organization, not necessarily a Jedi order in and of itself. Now, first, um, if you look at the yin yang, you have to understand that Unified Jedi definitely followed more of a Sigma Jedi path, where we understood light and dark is very subjective. And in truth, you really cannot define light or dark without using the other one. You know, you cannot define light without using dark. It's just impossible. And since these terms are subjective, you know, there's there's no absolutes. There's no absolute light and dark. Now, I guess another thing I should probably backtrack a little bit is the yin-yang has actually never represented good and evil. If you look at every definition of yin-yang, you will not find good and evil as part of the pairs. They do represent light and dark. And light and dark, again, is very subjective. What one person might view as a light aspect, another person might completely disagree. So you need to understand that, you know, these are subjective terms. And moving forward, it's essential to truly understand that concept. Because if you don't, then it kind of puts a damper on our community as a whole. There are a lot of people out there who call themselves light Jedi. Okay, cool, whatever. The problem is, if one order is going to be light Jedi, then there has to be dark Jedi out there. There has to be the gray out there. Or as I like to call them, the Sigma Jedi. <laughs> when we look at it, you know, from the fictional point of view, we could talk about the old Jedi Order of Obi-Wan and Yoda's generation. Compare that to the EU books and compare it to Skywalker's Order. Skywalker's Order would actually be very dark in comparison to Obi-Wan's generation. In life, it's the same thing. A lot of our orders, we don't have light or dark. We have different orders or different Facebook groups, and all those groups are very different from each other. We might share some of the core principles of each other, but we also have a lot of remarkable differences, which that diversity is important for us, and it it helps our community to grow when we do it properly. Um, when the Unified Jedi uh, website started, as I mentioned before, it was basically a school of thought with the mission to assist different aspects within the community. It is a place where people from the different orders can come and have conversations. And if all went well, Everybody who took part in those conversations walked away a little bit better. It might be a disagreement. And the concept of it was, cool, it's okay to disagree. We don't have to agree on everything. And if we agreed on everything, it would be a very boring conversation. But the goal was, even if you don't agree, cool, that's fine. You at least walked away with uh, a better understanding of the other side's point of view. And even if you didn't agree with that point of view, at least you could say, I understand what you're saying. I don't quite agree with you, but I can see what you're saying. And people used to walk away and respect that. 
again, in modern politics, it would be great to see people um, kind of get together and do that. You know, thankfully, over at Jedi Realist Radio, we have some awesome hosts that disagree with things or disagree on, truthfully enough, a good many things. However, as we do the episode, we have great dialogue, we have great conversation, and we get the chance to express our views and walk away understanding our side's point of view. And again, if you go to the Jedi concept of there's no ignorance, there's knowledge, that is what it's about, finding that knowledge. Again, just because you don't agree with it doesn't mean it's not knowledge worth having. All right. Um... The Unified Jedi encourages members to work and to create local groups and to bring those groups together to build a, unif- a, a unified community. This is where things got a little tricky. This was before Facebook. Um, actually, I should probably revise that. This was before MySpace and Facebook were truly things. You know, people kind of went to them, uh, particularly MySpace, but they weren't as utilized as they are now. The goal for Unified Jedi was anybody could go to the website and they could learn and grow. You know, the hope was to better themselves. And that was a great goal. The secondary goal was to get these individuals to work within their local communities and build, at that point in time, we referred to them as chapters. You know, uh, Wichita, Kansas chapter, Kansas City chapter, St. Louis chapter, you know, whatever. And the reason why we did that was because, again, social media wasn't as prevalent then as it is now. And it was a lot harder to find people in your city who would share this love or, you know, this... Uh, drive to build such a community. So now that we have social media, it's actually a lot easier to put up a group and call it the Wichita Jedi, whatever, the St. Louis Jedi, whatever, the Chicago Jedi, whatever. It's easier for us now to build local groups. And the thing with Unified Jedi was Unified Jedi never wanted to be a command and control order. That was never the goal of it. The goal of it was to help build a community, uh, to be an umbrella organization where anybody from any chapter could come in and be a part of it. Now, the great thing about it is at that point, it took three different roles. One, it was an umbrella for a lot of different groups. And you know, members would come and they would chit chat and they would meet people from other groups and they would build links and build bonds. Back then it was called like uh, web rings, I believe was the term that was used most commonly. All right. And people could go and enjoy growth. Now, this is where Unified Jedi is changing a bit. Unified Jedi at the time did not recognize Knights and Masters. It wasn't a thing. Back then, titles were not a big ordeal. You know, it is what it is. Now it's a different time. You know, it's... God, 17-ish years after uh, the site went down. Or, no, before the site started. So, 
17, 18-ish ish years. My math is a little bad, so bear with me. All right. The revive mission for Unified Jedi at this point is to once again build an, an umbrella organization for not only established Jedi Orders, but also for independent people. The goal would be to get the different groups to have chit chats to find common ground. If you are a, a knight or a master of, uh, you know, say Arcanea Jedi Order, at this point, Unified Jedi would recognize that this person is a master from Arcanea. This person is a master from Temple of the Jedi Order. This person is a master from, I don't know, the Canadian Jedi uh, group organization. That is what Unified Jedi is about now. Because unfortunately what's happened is we've had a lot of predatory uh, people within our community literally attempt to destroy it. What happened is we have groups that come in with the intention of saying, we want to build a, unit, a united community. You know, we want some organization. We want some structure. You know, I'm all aboard, you know, projects such as that. But what ends up happening is these organizations start to turn uh, their agenda and they start to kind of show their hand. A lot of these organizations talk about they want unity, they want structure, they want a, a community, you know, to come together. But the caveat to that is they want the community to come together under their banner. You have to follow their roles. You have to play by everything that they say. If you want to be unit, you know, united, you need to follow our roles. And unfortunately, one of the biggest groups that is very guilty of this is the IJF. And this isn't going to be an episode to ban or bury the IJF. It's going to be talking about truce. Recently, the IJF started a membership drive. And their thing was, if you want to, you know, join the IJF and have your order recognized, we can do that. All you need to do is show up with a letter uh, that shows you're in good standing from your current uh, order. <clears throat> and we're going to recognize you in your order within within our group. However, what's happened with that was after you submit your letter of recommendation from your order, you then have to go through a recorded review so the three people who uh, lead that group, and I could be mistaken, I believe at this point they have like six knights or six masters within the order, but, you know, they are having you um, submit your letter and then do a interview that's recorded so they can evaluate if you're worthy to be a part of them. Instead of just saying, hey, this person is a knight over at Arcanea, we recognize this person as a knight of Arcanea. It is at that point they're doing a review board so that you could be a knight of the IJF, which sounds good at first until you realize it's not the goal that they promised. It's not, you know, 
what they publicly put out there in like a 20-minute video was, you know, submit a letter of good standing and you and your order will be recognized by us and life is good. But instead, what they're turning it into is you end up going through a review board to be accepted as a knight within the IJF, which also means that at that point in time, instead of being a part of the order that you're from, you're officially part of the IJF order. And, you know, they're claiming, you know, they're using this to build the ranks. This is perhaps one of the most dangerous things that we could do within our community, because what happens is it becomes a personality cult. It is putting personalities above principles, which is a very dangerous thing for a community to do. Going back, what Unified Jedi is attempting to do is a couple things now. One, we want to get a lot of groups uh, to come together, to come to the table, and to work together. This would help us build larger Jedi gatherings. This would help us, you know, connect, <clears throat> excuse me, connect more people in more areas. You know, if you have members who live in Wichita, Kansas, and you're part of this group, you can say, hey, you know what? There is an order over in Wichita, Kansas that you might want to check out. It's a local group. And again, our goal has always been to create local groups. So, you know, you're not just doing all your education, all your training on a website. Instead, you're doing it with a group of people and building stronger bonds and doing more for your community. Another aspect um, that we're looking to do is to say, there's a lot of independent people out there. A lot of people who just don't have anybody, you know, in their area that's interested in this life path. You know what? That's fine. What we could do for those people is come up with a common core doctrine. And if you go back to what we did back in the 90s and early 2000s was we came up with common core. You know, things such as the Jedi Code, the Jedi Creed, the behaviors. Uh, being able to intelligently speak of the universal life source and what it means to you. The concept for that is not simply reciting the Jedi Code or simply reciting the Jedi uh, Creed or reciting Obi-Wan's speech on what the Force means or what the Force is. It is being able to look at these concepts, apply them to your lives, and talk about what those concepts mean to you. And by coming up with that basic doctrine, you could, you know, face a mini review. Again, this is for the independent people, these people who are not part of an established group or order. You know, what this does is it enables those people to be certified and be recognized under the umbrella organization and then go back and hopefully build a group within their order. And a group could be as, you know, as little as three people, you know, and, and that's fine. You know, everything starts small at some point. In truth, the Jedi Realist community back in like the 1990s was a hell of a lot smaller than it is now. Another thing, uh, objective for a unified Jedi at this point also is to help build orders. Again, it's not to say this is our doctrine, you have to do this doctrine, and if you don't, you'll never be recognized within our community. That's bullshit. That is just you know, 
an ego-driven approach to building a community. For the people who are trying to build an order, what the Unified Jedi's objective is to give them a basic outline. How they fill in that outline is up to them. What they do above and beyond that outline is up to them. But again, the basic outline is the core principles that you can find at Archenea, that you could find at Temple of the Jedi Order, that you can find in many of these groups. And, you know, giving them that as your starting platform and helping to promote their work, you know, through the web link, uh, through Generalist Radio. We are all about helping groups to promote, you know, themselves and to get recognition and, you know, to build a stronger community. Now, that's the IJR. Whoa, try that one again. That is the purpose of Unified Jedi as an umbrella organization. Let's talk a little bit more about the individuality aspects of Unified Jedi. Unified Jedi, again, when the group, you know, when the uh, forum became a thing, when the website became a thing, it was basically helping people to find some direction in life and to better, better their life path. You know, we could talk about the Jedi Triquatra of mind, body, spirit. You know, being the mind, learning, growing, experiencing life, and hopefully making better choices. The body, simple physical fitness. You know, when we talk about fitness within the generalist community, the big thing is people freak out. They freak out because they think that when you talk about fitness, you're talking about going to the gym for two or three hours a day, every day, and, you know, wearing yourself the hell out. That's not necessarily what it's about. Um, I am perhaps one of the people, like in the top 5% of physical fitness within our community, which is kind of a shame because <clears throat> I really shouldn't. I, I really shouldn't be. Like, you know, there are people like Jason Gonzalez, Digital Beast, or people like Cracker Jack who could run three to five miles, no problem. You know, when we talk about fitness, we're talking about overall not just like your shape, not just the numbers on the scale or your body member uh, measurements. We're talking about fitness. We're talking about things that you could do, you know, physical activity, a good diet, um, getting proper rest, all that stuff combined to help hopefully prolong your life. You know, unfortunately, as we get older and we get more complacent, we gain weight. And that weight gain can lead to type 2 diabetes, which leads to a whole bunch of health risks. So, you know, stressing physical fitness to maintain health. We're not talking about getting swole and looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger or all the people on gear. You know, when you talk about fitness, that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about general physical fitness. And, you know, the last part of the triquatra is spirit, your spirituality. You know... Being able to meditate, be it in a sitting half lotus position or a moving meditation or even things like I enjoy playing Beat Saber, you know, and shit for me, that's moving meditation. And I enjoy being able to do that. And, you know, being at one with the universal life source as you view it. Again, how I view the universal life source is not going to be the same for everybody. 
it's my view. And as long as you can intelligently talk about your view, then great. That's all you have to worry about. Another aspect um, within Unified Jedi has always been, you know, finding balance within your personal, your public, and your professional life. You know, your personal life is what you do, you know, with your family, with your loved ones, with your friends. Your public life is... <clears throat> Actually, I actually kind of said that wrong. That's actually your public life. Your public life is what you do within your life. You know, what you do outside of your home. You know, how you respond to your friends. The things that you enjoy doing. You know, whatever. Your personal life is what you do behind closed doors. And in your professional life, how you earn money. And, you know, finding balance within that is difficult. Like, it is not always easy to have balance within your life. I really wish it was, but dude, things just get in the way. Life gets in the way. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. But it's something that we should be mindful about. You know, example, when I'm out and about, it is rare to see me not wearing a Jedi Realist radio, American Jedi, uh, Jedi Templar, uh, Unified Jedi t-shirts. And the reason why I do that is because I want to promote the community. And, you know, I use my podcast to promote the community. I use, you know, we all go to Facebook. So when people see my t-shirts, everybody asks questions. And so I'll talk to them a little bit. I'll hand them one of my cards that has, you know, the podcast on it, that has American Jedi on it. And that has, you know, Unified Jedi uh, Facebook group on it. As well as my phone number, if you have any questions, give me a call. Um, my phone number is perhaps the most blasted thing out there. You know, it is what it is. Now, if our community was once designed to help people to grow, to help people to learn, experience, and to live life, and hopefully to live life better, uh, one of the bigger things within our community is actually... <laughs> Uh, believe it or not, we have a lot of people within recovery communities who found Jedi realism because for them, the path made sense. It helped them to get over that, you know, the, the abuse and the active addiction. You know, that's also one of my things I do within my local town. Now, again, we have some awesome people within our community who work with um, veterans with PTSD. You know, that's a great thing. And, you know, if you're a veteran and you suffered PTSD, it makes a hell of a lot more sense for you to work with people of that nature. Now, as confusing as our community has become, as difficult of a time that we have had, I am hopeful to see more people return back to our roots. Now, if you go to Unified Jedi uh, Facebook group, um, currently I am in process of doing all the all the legal paperwork for 501c3. It's going to cost like $500 to get the paperwork accomplished. And I will tell you, if you come from an established Jedi order and you come with a letter from your order, we are definitely going to recognize you as a knight or a master within whatever order you come from. You know, there's no such thing as a unified Jedi Knight. 
or a unified Jedi Master. There's no such thing, because again, we are an umbrella group. We're not attempting to become an order. So we will recognize you from what order you're a part of. We will recognize that. If you're an independent learner, that's great too. We will, you know, provide you the structure to, you know, help help you grow and to get you uh, knighted within a part of the community and that'll help our community grow. If you're trying to build a community within your area, we will do everything like we can to give you the resources to help you do that. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out the Unified Jedi Facebook group and, you know, be active. Start conversations, enjoy conversations, be part of the group and see what changes end up happening in your life over the long term. Again, if it wasn't for the Jedi Realist community back in 2003, I probably would have died in active addiction. You know, this community saved my life. And I have seen this community do wonderful things for so many people. And I'm looking forward to seeing us uh, get back to that once again. All right, thank you for, oh, last thing. I am not gonna do it here at this podcast because we're doing it over at Jedi Realist Radio. We are discussing some of the tenets and some of the core teachings of Unified Jedi over at Jedi Realist Radio. So if you want to learn more about Unified Jedi, just put in your Google search Jedi Realist Radio and check out our podcast on that topic. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Love and light. This is Hannigan. I'm out.